students at MSU moved in, I think. So my Friday trip to Big Ten, just for a, an old townie to get his beer, had to wait in line behind a lot of fresh-faced young students getting their party drinks. Two of the, And then when I went to yeah. pick up my jets, and I was like, oh, I'm 15 minutes past the estimate. It's going to be getting cold, and I get there, and they're like, and it's like super packed and two of the four jets or something or three of the four jets are like out of power right now oh well everyone was ordering from the same one so i had to wait around like 25 more minutes okay but the real question is did you get the eight corner pizza i did got a large eight corner with bold pepperoni nice i had a four corner with regular pepperoni nice thinking about doing it tomorrow the 45 percent off man i know they ran they out small. I, I got the thing in the mail. They were they were making people upgrade their small pizzas because oh. of, out of their small doughs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? They're like we only have the big dough, <laughs> so they must split it early or something, you know? Because uh, like pre-partition it or something. I don't understand. I thought an eight corner was just two four corners. Yeah, actually, does. Yeah, yeah, and I got my eight corner just fine. Although they were saying that to people after me, so maybe they just had run out and I got like the last eight corner pizza. And they made everyone else get a four corner large. (laughs) Yeah. It was it was pandemonium. Then I realized like, oh, I'm that guy who's like, you know, lucky enough around here to have like full didn't ever lose power. Full power, have a nice working stove and AC. And I'm like, well, I deserve pizza, too. Just like (laughs) out of our rooms. (laughs) To back up for a sec, you said large four corner. And it broke my brain for a moment. Until I realized that, oh, a rectangle does have four corners. That is accurate. I guess they would just call I guess they just call that a large (laughs) dish. (laughs) Yeah, because Four Corner is a small. It's been a long time since I've uh, <laughs> Or it's gotten. small-ish. I don't know. I do occasionally get, you know, the the standard large. Oh, so yeah. It's feeling like I want those inner pieces. I don't know. There's something about them. Sometimes you just want that. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's my go-to. The, the best of Jets, one topping, large. Mm. I don't know what we're talking about. I... <laughs> I was struggling with topics last time. <laughs> I can only all, all I'm thinking about is the things in my life, and I'm like, well, one of them involves my insurance company, and I know how good insurance companies are are at finding everything that you've said on social media. They're using it against you in court to prove that you're not actually hurt and that you're fraudulently using workers' comp or something. All Someone right, I can investigator do investigator to follow you on the golf course and be like, he's not limping at all. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, when you get a chance, DDT is good for me. The great expectations held for DDT have been realized. During 1946, exhaustive scientific tests have shown that when properly used, DDT kills a host of destructive insect pests and is a benefactor of all humanity. Penn Salt produces DDT and its products in all standard forms and is now one of the country's largest producers of this amazing insecticide. Today, everyone can enjoy added comfort, health, and safety through the insect-killing powers of Penn Salt DDT products. And DDT is only one of Penn Salt's many chemical products which benefit industry, farm, and home. That's good for cool. fruits. 
bigger apples, juicier fruits that are free from unsightly worms, all benefits resulting from DDT dusts and sprays. Good for steers. Beef grows meatier nowadays, for it's a scientific fact that, compared to untreated cattle, beef steers gain up to 50 pounds extra when protected from born flies and many other pests with DDT insecticides. Knockout for the home helps to make healthier, more comfortable homes, protects your family from dangerous (laughs) insect pets. Use knockout DDT powders and sprays as directed, then watch the bugs, quote, bite the dust, end quote. Knocks out for dairies, up to 20% more milk, more butter, more cheese. Tests prove greater milk production when dairy cows are protected from the annoyance of many insects with DDT insecticides like knocks out stock and barn spray. Pensalt Chemicals, 97 years service to industry farm home. Wow. I mean, you sounded good. I just wanted to hear the rest of that. I figured. Did you go to a book and paper (laughs) show today or something? Get a flyer? (laughs) I just saw an internet article, the top 10 most dangerous ads. (laughs) Nice. What? That's good. That's a good topic uh, farm there. (laughs) That one was easier to read than just describing the photo about cellophane that shows a stork holding a baby. In the cellophane sack. (laughs) (laughs) So which one was the most dangerous ad? Was it Daisy or were political ads not allowed? How about sugar just might be the willpower you need to curb your appetite? (laughs) Sugar's quick energy can be the willpower you need to eat less. Bad advice. I didn't realize I've been doing it so right. They said could be. That really covers (laughs) it, doesn't it? I mean, to be fair, after I eat like a half pound bag of candy, I do feel kind of satisfied. (laughs) Satiated, that's it. Satiated. Yeah. Eventually it'll fill the stomach. Enough gummy worms. (laughs) Oh, no worms? Better get some DDT for that, Paul. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to another edition of the GoBesky Wallace Report. My name's Charlie Wallace. Madam Gobeski, and please welcome our two guests, Paul Wilcox and Doug Gobeski. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here. So what are we talking about, Charlie? Oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we did last time. You know how that turned out. I haven't actually listened to it yet, so I don't know how it turned out. That was fine, but <laughs> I just don't want to have to do that again. So, Paul, we're glad that you're with us today. Yeah, I uh, I lucked out uh, pretty good in uh, last night's major thunderstorm system that rolled through Lansing. How was that? There was a there was a tornado. Um, I feel like I'm that guy on the news who who doesn't have anything, who can't, who's not qualified to, to report <laughs> on a disaster. <laughs> For me, it amounted to hearing a tornado siren, which had been a long time since I'd heard a, a not a drill. But that may be more normal for people in other parts of the uh, country yeah it's i've noticed in the last few episodes we've created an unfortunate new segment which is severe weather alert (laughs) it's the future charlie i know it's pretty awful eventually we won't have to because it'll all be severe it'll just be normal weather (laughs) alert (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll report on like there was a good day like it got down to like 87 yesterday (laughs) (laughs) At night, that is. <laughs> <laughs> See, and here we didn't get any rain. And I think really? a couple days ago, it was the heat index was like 117. Yikes. <laughs> it was bad. Wow. It was like the humidity was so high that like water was just condensing on the pavement and on cars. Like it 
four in the afternoon. That sounds fun. Free drinks for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sucks to be you, but over here in the Milwaukee area, we got a whole minute of rain. Oh, exciting. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know about the storms until that my brother texted me and my parents, like a group text, and they were texting back and forth about it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sounded pretty bad. Lots of like downed branches and stuff that managed to miss my parents' house, but it helped uh, pack down the giant pile of dirt in my front yard. <laughs> Why do you have a giant pile of dirt in your front yard? Um, I had the sewer replaced this week. Oh. Uh, felt very bad for the people doing it in that it's super hot two days there. It was like the exact time that mm. it started. But I guess they at least the guy in the in the Bobcat had AC, so that's good. They dug a giant hole in my yard on Wednesday and then put like an orange, you know, caution fence around it and then uh, filled it in the next day after the inspector came. But, you know, it doesn't all quite pack back in there. So it's a pretty big hump of very clay rich soil there. You don't have one of those lawn rollers? I don't. Wait, I'm confused. I need to hire a steamroller. So it's higher now than it was before? Yeah. What? It's aerated. It's like they can't quite pack it down as well, especially because it's like big, like clods of clay. So it like uh. takes, you know, a long time to like truly settle. And plus, that's that's generous. Maybe they just didn't want to. Like we've yeah, done enough could, work here. <laughs> that could be it too. I mean, I think they do the best they can, and then they're like, yeah, now there's a big pile, you know, because <laughs> they put like pea stone, they put like pea gravel in the bottom too to like prevent the new pipe from like sagging you know afterwards so there is a little bit of extra fill they bring in and put in there but that still doesn't fully account for how much like higher it is they're not packing it as tight as uh, mother nature had it last that's just really weird to me because my experience digging graves is (laughs) that there's never as much dirt to fill in the grave as you dug out of it to dig the grave they must be really good at like skimming the the dirt back that you know getting the dirt that they put back you know yeah they're i'm I mean, pretty sure that was impressive. the case it's been a while since i had to dig a grave but i'm pretty sure that was the case just lost dirt <laughs> yeah i mean it it depends on how yeah, like it packs down uh yeah this is riveting hole digging oh. yeah <laughs> episode two i mean that is kind of that is like the premier like dudes rock thing right now right like hole digging or am is i like it? a year late to this uh you kind of are a year late in that i saw someone posted on twitter a tiktok of some woman who's been digging a hole for about a year what's twitter it's uh it's a social media website microblogging website tumblr at least it was when we were talking about this oh yeah oh i love tumblr it's where i go to get my porn you want to keep that? We're we're living <laughs> in the past, you know. That, that that's the bit. That's uh, we can keep it, you know. <laughs> Sorry, this explanation like ruins the joke now. <laughs> Look, I just refuse to give in to fascism like Adam has. I didn't. Give he's in like, to oh, he's like, we're goose stepping this way. All right, <laughs> I didn't give in to fascism. I deleted the app and I haven't posted since it happened, or even logged in. Well, then how do you know that it's not Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how would one know? <laughs> What's going on in the world without Twitter? Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you didn't delete Twitter. <laughs> I guess you're right. You're right, I don't know. You reset your phone. Factory reset. Phone. <laughs> oh, I don't want this app. Let's do another factory reset. 
<laughs> was Twitter not one of your built-in apps? <laughs> I mean, I imagine if X took off in the way that Musk wanted it to, they probably would get into the the phone business. Yeah, get the, the like, preloaded phone. apps. Yeah, exactly. And all the X it's like apps. A re- it's a, like a rebranded Fire Phone. It's like the Freedom Phone. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh wow forgot about that one which was kind of like a you know super marked up 150 dollar phone that they're selling for like 500 or something like that remember the speaking of holes remember the holiday hole there's a holiday hole or there's a holiday called hole <laughs> no it was it was the what was it the cards against humanity holiday hole <laughs> oh, no. they did around like christmas time where it's like I don't remember this. You you donate money and they'll just like dig a hole and the more money you donate like the bigger the hole gets. They had like property <laughs> like somewhere in like rural Ohio or something and you could watch the live stream of just like backhoes and loaders and dump trucks just like, you know, just <laughs> excavating a larger and larger hole. I thought it was pretty great. <laughs> I'm just kind of amazed that you expected us to know what that was from the words holiday hole. <laughs> I mean, this was a big deal for me. <laughs> this was 2016. This was, let's see, when people knowingly donated $100,000 to dig a big pointless hole in the ground. This is an article from November 27th, 2016. I wonder what was maybe going on where I found at that time that I found this uh phenomenon so fascinating i assume you were just uh trying to distract yourself from the news <laughs> yeah i was like this is the news oh they took down the they took down the archive so sad about all the dead links on this article too like holidayhole.com is no longer being <laughs> maintained or paid for so you're it's saying just, it's up for grabs it's not 404ing and it's not like go it's just white screen Let's see what's here. HTML, head, body, nothing in it. I think they just took it down and they're like, yeah, just keep the domain in case we want to do it again. You want to talk about sports? We can talk about sports. Yeah, what uh, what happened in sports? Pac-12 has four teams in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> now, is Lots that... of room to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Does that take effect this season or next season? Uh, the upcoming 2024 season, I think. So not the one in like a week. What's wrong with the Pac-12? Why? Why do they? Why are they it's emptying not, it? I guess it's not where the money is. Oh, the money's in like the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. I assume also the SEC. Yeah, well, the Big Ten that will have like what twenty teams or something, <laughs> twenty schools. <laughs> yeah, what ten up to now? I remember when they had eleven, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> And that was, and they had the logo too. It was like it worked, you know. Now it's just like now they can't fool anyone, you know. Yeah. Now the logo is just, from what I can tell, uh, big. <laughs> That's what it looks like. The big. <laughs> it's a killer logo. Big. <laughs> Stylized B1G. Yeah, it seems ridiculous to me. I did read an article about it, which pointed out that the idea of making other sports fly across the or drive for days across the country uh in order to play each other because they're now in the same conference is kind of insane yes i would agree with that like oh are you in rutgers guess you get to go to california yeah right just madness 
the uh, the same the same article uh, essentially blamed the Supreme Court for it. Wait, why? Well, so the the underlying issue is that the NCAA was uh, chastised for exploiting student athletes. Sure. And so the NCAA's response was essentially to throw up their hands and say, well, not our problem anymore. And so now there's like nobody's at the wheel. So to uh, mix the metaphors here, take up everything that isn't nailed down and maybe, uh, you know, some of the stuff that is nailed down and sell it for as much money as you can, as fast as you can. So capitalism? Uh, I don't know. Laissez-faire capitalism? (laughs) Is it really capitalism, though? Seems that way. You didn't come with uh, Twizzlers filled with pixie sticks dust, Adam? I mean, I did, but I was waiting for the opening. (laughs) Things have to come up organically. You can't just announce crazy things. Wait, that was a legit thing? What do you mean that? Of course that's a legit thing. What is that noise? Oh, sorry, it's a USB drive. I had two of those on my desk that I would click in and out as a fidget until I dropped both of them on the ground and didn't want to get under the desk to... (laughs) to find them <laughs> there's two perfectly good empty usb drives just hanging out down there gathering dust do you have an orthopedic problem that prevents you from retrieving them no it just usually happens during work and i'm usually like on camera with my coworkers in a meeting so it's oh. just like oh paul's head is like dipping down now he's <laughs> gotcha also you know just lazy you just gotta embrace like it I mean, you know how much stuff is down there that I just didn't feel like picking up? Does anyone always pick up everything they drop? (laughs) Hey, make a fair point. (laughs) I'd be going to drop dead eventually, right? That's the one thing that you can't pick up, so why bother picking anything else up? (laughs) You won't get everything. Get everything at once. (laughs) I'll get it. I'll get down there eventually. All right. I, so I also can't get out from under my desk without hitting my head for some reason. There's there's just something about it. Just get one of those like poop rakes, you like, know, like the little rake that goes with the little scooper, the little shovel thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah, forget. Just, I have a really nice grabber from when I had ankle surgery. I was like, I'm gonna need this grabber. Yeah, there you go. And uh, now I don't know where the grabber is. I gotta find it. Maybe it so fell underneath your thing. desk. I don't know, maybe it's down there. It's I've got a whole problem now. I'm deadlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get someone over here to get my grabber so I can get my USBs. <laughs> so that they can go back up on my desk where I don't use them again. Alright. So Charlie, you ready? I mean I guess so, but you in the text made it sound as if you were speculating, like making up some candy. And then oh, Doug no, this is better. No, responded no, no, no. This as is if... better than that. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So this is going to be our first remote taste test and that I'm going to describe it and you're going to eat it and you're going to tell us what it tastes like. Okay. All right. So this is ice cream. You imagining ice cream? All right. Yep. Now imagine a delicious, smooth ice cream, Thousand Island flavored <laughs> with ripples of corned beef and sauerkraut and chunks of rye bread, and we'll drizzle some Pissman's mustard on top so that you can have, you guessed it, Reuben ice cream. <laughs> How's it taste, Charlie? Like Pissman's. It's just, there's just so much <laughs> on top. 
All right, we'll lick that off and get to the heart of the ice cream. <laughs> uh, it tastes like a Reuben, but less form factor and very cold. That was the, is there too much Thousand Island in the flavor profile, given that's your base? Uh, I'd, say it's, I'd say it's balanced well, so oh. to speak. The creaminess of the mayonnaise-based ice cream with, with hints of ketchup and relish mixed in. The little flex, yeah. So what do you think? Different flavor. Uh, If it magically appeared in front of me, no, no, not even then. (laughs) Would you eat anything if it magically appeared in front of you? (laughs) All right. Here's the next ice cream flavor for you. All right. It's a nice buttermilk base, and it's got delicious hearty chunks of cornbread and diced onion mixed in. (laughs) Okay. Oh, what do you think? Raw onion, of course. Uh. Yeah, I, I think so. The story was unclear, but I'm imagining yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the cornbread would could could work in an ice cream if it were actually ice cream. Dude, Let's call it said, ice milk. Buttermilk. He said buttermilk base. I know. Oh, yeah, that's got to be the most vile thing ever. <laughs> like, I'd rather have the Reuben ice cream. No, it's just the yeah, just the cornbread. I'm not saying. Cornbread and ice cream could work, not butter milk, but butter buttermilk ice. Someone at work said that their mother, I think, used to crumble up cornbread, pour buttermilk over it, add onion, and eat it like soup or cereal. Ah, wow. and that That's led awesome. me down an, an interesting ice cream flavors path. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the problem here? I don't know that I. I I feel like I need to like just taste some buttermilk. Like I don't think I've ever had it on its own. I, I feel mean, like I really need to get that flavor in my mouth to really understand what this would be like. I'm not sure if I have ever had it because the smell is so repulsive. Like because I've used it for cooking before, right? You know, like making biscuits and such. But like just pouring it on something and eating it like super I have heard cereal. of it even just like. Also, like just drinking a glass of buttermilk as well. I think that might have been more of a thing of the older generations. Yeah, like on a dare. Like no, maybe just grew up like on a farm a or something. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no, the flash drive fell under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone for good. Yeah, I don't know. Was he supposed to be relating this story? Was that like a secret shame of hers, or was it a she didn't even know it was? unusual thing i think it was just yeah news and notes we were at cracker barrel (laughs) eating cornbread and she was like oh funny story my mom used to do x (laughs) that's funny and we were like i think we were more confused by the onions than anything else (laughs) it gives me like i'm envisioning like depression era but this is probably (laughs) later than that (laughs) by a bit (laughs) like the onion doesn't even phase me like it it's at that point you're just kind of taming the awfulness of the buttermilk really i don't know what does buttermilk smell like it basically smells like spoiled milk it's got kind of like a rotten it's got a sour smell to it oh okay smells real bad how does it compare to like yogurt or uh kefir okay so i should probably point out that at this time that greek yogurt smells horrible 
I've never had it because it. Wait, I wonder if it smells like buttermilk. <laughs> that's what. That's my only reference is like yogurt and and yogurt drinks. That's why I'm so curious about buttermilk now, and I'm just gonna have to get some at the store. Get like one of those little uh little half pint at the store or something. Yeah. Just to smell it and then put it back in the fridge and say I'll use it for something else, and then eventually throw it away when I don't cook for another like six months. Oh yeah, store bought buttermilk is a slightly sour milk that comes from a combination of milk and lactic acid. So I'm right. Yeah. So does it have like? Is it have cultures in it, or is it just yeah, kind of sour? It, it does. Yeah. Is it like lacto lactobacillus? That that seems right. I wonder if you could throw a bunch of sugar and flavor in it, have it taste good. I mean, yeah, maybe like an in a maybe maybe some onions and some cornbread chunks and like freeze it. I just came up with this idea. <laughs> You're a visionary. Because <laughs> like what the only times I've ever really used buttermilk is for baking. Yeah, and it always comes in those like big things. You can't get like a small thing of buttermilk. It's always like a quarter gallon or something. You're like, what are we gonna do with the rest of this buttermilk? They don't bring. They don't, you can't buy it in like the the elementary do you mean school. A quart? Is that a quarter gallon? Quart? I guess that makes sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what the? Why? <laughs> but I feel like it would. <laughs> this isn't an epiphany for you, is it, Charlie? Yeah, this. I don't think this is a bit. I think this was real. That's like half a bit. Yeah, don't try and backtrack your way out of this. I was thinking of the uh, the size of the thing. I'm like, that seems like a quarter of a gallon. That's what I'll call it. And then he said quart, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there is a name for that. Yeah, turns out we don't go from pint straight to gallon. Well, you got to get the half gallon in there at some point, right? That's how I drink my milk. By the half gallon? Yeah. Like at a time, without exception. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want it to go bad, right? Hey, he's got a point. <laughs> I sure know that if I drank a half gallon of milk, it would go bad real fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I normally, I get a good week out of it, you know. I was just imagining you, like, we came to your house and you're, like, holding up your finger, just wait a minute while I finish this <laughs> half gallon. We're just waiting there for, like, five minutes. <laughs> hey, it takes time to spoon the cereal into your face. <laughs> strictly delivered by a cereal (laughs) of course so how about workplace drama talk about that yeah uh, when it comes to employment mm. i put my dirty laundry on the internet (laughs) (laughs) well it could just be other people's dirty laundry (laughs) like whoa you'll never believe what joe and marketing did He cost Michigan Millers the entire insurance contract. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wasn't there some sort of insurance fraud you were engaged in, uh, Paul? <laughs> nope. I, I remember you said something about insurance, but I never heard uh, why that would be a bad thing to hear about. We'll have to cut this as well because it suggests <laughs> something wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I could talk about it now, but it just makes it sound bad. Because everyone's just so surprised that I could make a claim and the insurance company would just pay it without, you know, without just, I don't know. I Going was trying to come up to prove it. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't make me pull a bunch of like history. You know, they're just like, yeah, we trust you. You know, it's more just like, oh, I guess I have a good insurance company. So it's more, it's less a story of fraud and more 
a story of surprise good customer service, I guess. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like fraud when your insurance company just does what it should do. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it is. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I really snuck one in on them and, they, and paid a claim according to the policy. <laughs> <laughs> a legitimate claim, no less. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're just in the brotherhood. Could be. I didn't ever flex my insurance, uh, you know, cred with my uh, claims <laughs> adjuster. But, you know, when people think about like, ooh, cool, like I can get discounts or free stuff. They're not usually like, I love saving on insurance products. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy ones I wouldn't otherwise think about getting. Volcano insurance? I only get discounts by accident. Like I was at Qdoba and I was wearing my work ID and they're like, oh, you get a discount. It's like, what? Really? Yeah. Because you worked at a hospital and they thought you were a doctor? <laughs> I guess. I wasn't wearing scrubs or nothing. I'm going to walk into Cadoba uh, tomorrow with a lanyard on. And like, <laughs> up, up, just an ID, but like without anything on it. Just like a picture of me. <laughs> See if something happens. <laughs> yeah, you get upcharged for your guac. I mean, it's not it's not fraud. Like, it just looks like a, an ID of something. Yeah, no, you just, you, you get up to the cash register, and they say it'll be twelve fifty or whatever, and then you point to your badge and say, full price? Full price? <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap the badge, you know? <laughs> it's just a picture of my face with no text. <laughs> They'll fill in the blank, I mean. <laughs> I gotta say, I do kind of miss, now my building access is on a card that just stays in my wallet. But I kind of miss when I had to wear a lanyard. Like it made me feel really special. Yeah. No, yeah. When you go to a conference or something, you have a the lanyard and the ID. Yeah. 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 It made me feel like I was at an anime convention, but like every day and I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I assume it smelled better than an anime convention though. You know, it depends on what, what section you're in, I guess. <laughs> Maybe they, they don't smell that bad to me. So for all I know, it's then that means it's me. That is the smelly part of the anime convention. Until the very end there, I wasn't sure if you meant work or the anime convention. Oh, I assume I'm the smelly one at work. That's, that's not a question. <laughs> that's when, you know, you just got to generously utilize work from home. you like, there's I don't smell good enough to go to work today. I didn't wake up early enough for a shower. I feel like this podcast is just incriminating things about me and work. And yeah, you got to learn to keep your dang mouth shut, Paul. I mean, that's all. Well, I that's think that's what we're learning. Think of doing, of, of talking about. It's just that's what my life is. When we don't come with topics and we just stay silent long enough, Paul will open his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm thinking, like, uh, insurance I'm fraud, thinking uh, similar things myself. I just, I'm just clamming up. You'll never learn where the bodies are buried. That, that, see, see now, you, now you got to keep the stuff about the hole at the beginning, Charlie. Uh, sure. The grave digging. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry I laughed at the grave digging. I didn't realize that you had done that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a number of uh, pets over the years. We, we dug it in a part of the, uh, the backyard that had really sandy soil. So I wonder if that was part of it. Yeah, that would make sense. It'd be hard to recover all the sand from the pile that you're putting it on. Yeah. Like, it will just filter down and be un- ungrabbable. 
Yeah. Yeah, is Adam even still there? <laughs> I'm just a scary little boy who never learned how to ask for people's food or their burgers. <laughs> <laughs> he fell down, and I think you should leave whole, apparently. <laughs> Are you a couple pages deep? In the... <laughs> Wait, is Reddit that... infinite scroll now? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that happen? You gotta go old.reddit.com. Oh, that's probably why I why I think this is so new is because I typically um, yeah like that's, I, that's the only way you can get out past the age gate without logging in. Don't tell anybody. Oh well, you don't need to tell me because I already <laughs> know that. <laughs> it's best to keep it a secret. I mean, not that Reddit <laughs> itself doesn't know, but eventually they're gonna close that loophole. <laughs> then I'll have to make an alt <laughs> and just actually subscribe to all of your. Uh, awful awful subreddits that you lurk on currently yeah i say that as if i'm not only a lurker ever even on the (laughs) nice squeaky clean subreddits that i like i mean at this point reddit is just a thing you add at the end of your google search to make it more effective (laughs) yes (laughs) i guess it's like a viral video where bozo dubs over (laughs) you have no good podcast ideas I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> you sure about that? You sure about that's not why? <laughs> you sure about that's not why? <laughs> Sorry, I found a Reddit post that was, uh, what's it called? Favorite not quite right sounding sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These tables are how I buy my house. <laughs> <laughs> How's your job, Charlie? Any juicy drama? <sighs> No, no, people are nice. Well, make something up. Um, Tell us about Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. She was using the copier the other day, and she tried to copy her lunch. What was her lunch? It was a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, she trying to copy it. She, she wanted more, so she put it underneath the thing and tried to copy it, and it didn't work, unsurprisingly. Well, did she like take the sandwich apart so she had copies of all the ingredients? That was the problem. She didn't do that. She tried to do it all at the same time. Well, that's your problem. You're just going to get bread that way. Photocopy <laughs> doesn't know what's inside. And she made like 50 copies, so she's got all those, these stacks of bread next to it. See, she just makes copies of peanut butter and jelly. She'll be set. We're all laughing at her behind her back. Why behind her back? She doesn't know how to make lunch. Were you like, oh, is it peanut butter jelly time? I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> did you try any of it uh yeah i had one of the loaves of bread right then and there you had a whole loaf well yeah it was free oh, okay what did it taste like um paper like what kind of paper like a, a fresh sheet recycled uh like uh you know nice like resume type oh wow paper That's yeah thick. it was thick so what did sheila do when she found out what you guys were laughing about she went home for the day but oh. as it turns out that was the whole point what do you mean that was the whole point? She wanted to do something stupid at the copy machine so that we would laugh at her and then she could go home crying and have an excuse to go home. How do you know that? Because she told us the next day. Who's us? The whole the whole department. She laughed at us. She get in trouble because of that? No, we just had to admit that it was a pretty good prank. If it's a good prank, you just have to move on. Is that how management works at your place? Yeah, if it's good. Oh, we have something called uh, an institutional review board where they review all the pranks. 
Yeah, familiar. What's an example of like a prank that didn't fly? All right. So one day uh, before everybody got to work, somebody came in. We still don't know who and put bottles and bottles and bottles of olive oil and threw it all over the floor. What floor? The hallway floor. In the hospital? Yeah, in the hospital. Were there patients there? Yeah, eventually. So it's before? Wait, where were all the patients? The patients hadn't got there yet. It was like an outpatient section of the clinic oh, where we were. Oh, gotcha. So okay. we all came in and we were doing, we were falling all over the place. Nobody could get their offices because they were falling over, over and over and over. And then the patients started to show up. And it was just a big mass of people falling over in the hallways. And it was kind of fun, but kind of not. And so when the IRB reviewed it were later. Were people laughing at the time? No, they weren't laughing. They were like, this is kind of fun, like ice skating. Except nobody's good at it, so you don't feel bad that you're the only person bad at it. Everybody was falling over. Wait, so then why is this a bad prank? I thought you were talking about pranks that didn't land. What's the issue here if everyone's having a good time? Because we didn't know who did it. They didn't reveal themselves. Wait, why does that make it bad? Because you have to have a principal investigator. (laughs) They didn't have one. It had to be rejected. So they would Mm. get fired if they revealed themselves. Wait, why would they get fired? Because it was a bad prank. No, you all agreed it was a good prank. It was just a bad prank because they didn't reveal themselves, you said. Yeah, so if they reveal themselves, they'd have to be fired, except that then they wouldn't have to be fired. Wait, why would they have to be fired if they revealed themselves? Because it was a bad prank. But you said it's only a bad prank because they didn't reveal themselves. Last time I revealed myself at work, I got fired. (laughs) 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 Now, see, now you know the problem. The whole IRB had to be disbanded. And now we don't have one anymore, so there's no more pranks. I don't understand. Because of the contradiction. I don't think this this story makes much sense, Charlie. I'm not sure I believe this work story. <laughs> I don't Have know. Have you worked with an IRB before, Adam? Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I could bring them back, but we'd have to find the perfect prank. How would that work? Mm, so I think the food-related stuff is kind of played out. I think I meant in a more general sense. How does the perfect prank resurrect the IRB? Well, I mean, it kind of disbanded because everybody thought it was a bad idea. They're like, we don't want to deal with this anymore. It's too much work. But if we have something fun for them to do. Oh, gotcha. So this is a volunteer IRB? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what would be a good prank? What, what kind of prank do you think would get everyone back together? So animals, for sure. In a hospital? Birds. In a hospital? They're going to poop on everything. Well, yeah. I feel like a hospital's well-equipped to handle poop. Bird poop, though? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> Yeah, even more so. <laughs> we just need enough birds that they can't keep up. <laughs> That's a lot of birds. A lot of birds. Open all the doors, all the windows. <laughs> throw bird seed all over the ground. Get as many birds in there as you can. But then would you reveal yourself this time as the You'd prankster? You'd have to, yep. In order to get the IRB back together? That's right. People would be coming in, seeing the bird poop everywhere, and I'd say, I did this. It was me. Back up. You can open the windows in your hospital rooms? I'm sure somewhere. I'm sure if you cut through the screens and get a glass you sure cutter. sure about that? I don't know. All right. Yeah, so we got to do I'm some fact finding. <laughs> We've got to go find, like, start cutting out the windows. See if that's feasible. I'm not sure if I know to believe that you work in a hospital anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think he just pretends to, to get fraudulent Qdoba discounts. That's what I'm hearing. And to play the best pranks. Your best I mean, that's a life. Bird seed? <laughs> right, because even if the birds don't show up, then you still got bird seed well, everywhere. What's a better prank for Charlie to play at his workplace to bring the IRB back? Um, I would say go to the cafeteria and 
swap out the vanilla soft serve for Reuben flavor or Thousand Island flavor. Oh, there you go. Swap out all the toppings for Reuben toppings. No more sprinkles, just sauerkraut. Like shaved coconut, but sauerkraut. Yeah. Like really accurate. So you can barely tell. Except for the smell. Yeah. Because you're going to pickle that stuff. (laughs) You're going to smell it. It's It's going to be briny. (laughs) How are we going to get more than one person with that prank, though? Like how we need some co-conspirators, I think. I think it's like a self-perpetuating thing. The person gets it and they want to pass it to the next person. Like, well, this got me. Why do you need co-conspirators? What kind of hospital is this? (laughs) Got a full bar. Delicious rum and coke to go with your sauerkraut and uh, corned beef, right? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Now featuring a pilk bar. (laughs) Oh! Get that uh, what Pepsi ketchup to go with it. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, did you go down to the uh, ballpark and have some? I did not. You could have. Uh, you're right. I actually could have, but I didn't. All right. So Reuben ice cream and bird seed. Now, how does this bring the IRB back? It'll just rekindle enthusiasm. Uh, you gotta you gotta put a cherry on top of this. You know, you gotta. You got to wrap it up in a nice bow. All right. So the birds are coming in and there's Rubens everywhere. Well, ice cream. Well, uh, Ruben ice cream everywhere. Hmm. And a big pickle. Like one of those like fat ones that come in the bags. Just one? What? Yeah. Those giant pickles. So that does it. No, <laughs> it doesn't do it. That's just, no, no, no. That's just secondary. There's, they also got the big fat pickles that okay. come in the bags right. with the brine in them. Oh, like you know the ones that you, about. you, you, you get the tongs, like the loose jar. No, no, no. It's in a bag. Yeah, it's a single serve. So it's like the ones with the tongs in the jar. But you don't have to put it in the bag. It's already in the bag? It's already in the bag. Okay. The it's already pop. got some refreshing pickle juice in there, too. That's right. Hmm. Oh, and then there's got to be... It's got to be during a big inspection. Well, that, let's just take that as red. Okay. So what do you, yep. you got, Doug? Man, I don't tie, know. I, I told these you about together. the pickles. I don't know. No, you're right. You did tell us about the pickles. I figured that would buy me at least a couple minutes of silence. So we got birdseed, we got Rubens, we got pickles. How's this bring the IRB back? And I think the answer is lottery. Like the short story? <laughs> no, <laughs> We're doing that? Like an actual lottery. Okay. Lottery like the ticket? Mega Millions. The movie? Stop it. <laughs> Wait, lottery ticket? Yeah. I've been telling people it was Tower Heist you were obsessed with, not lottery ticket. <laughs> You know, I'm obsessed with a lot of things. So many that I forgot what I'm currently obsessed with. <laughs> no, you tell people that there's a lottery and you make every ticket a winner. But it says in fine print that they win a free Reuben ice cream sundae at the hospital. So you get a bunch of people coming in. Because you have to. It's free. Yeah, it's free. So the big inspection's happening. There's birds everywhere. Bird poop everywhere. Reuben ice cream. A bunch of stragglers off the street wandering around in pickles. I think I could do it. But then you have to yell something at the end to like, so everyone knows it was you. Hmm. Something more than like, it's me, I did it. It needs to be something like, I got all you guys in a big pickle with this bird seed and Reuben lottery ice cream. <laughs> Free Nixon. Like, that's what you yell. Okay. Can we hear how what that's going to sound like? So, <laughs> it was me, I did it. I brought everyone... One here f- 
for free pickles and ice cream, Reuben ice cream, and the birds were mine too. Free Dixon. Isn't that what you said? I don't believe you. You got to do better than that. <laughs> hey, everybody. It was me. Getting closer. <laughs> Twirl the mustache a little Everything bit. that's wrong today is my fault. It was me. And I deserve credit for it. That's No, you got to say the thing that you're going to say when you say it. Oh. You got to make it believable. You can't just be like, hey, it's a me. You all are probably wondering why there's Reuben smoothie ice cream everywhere. And why these birds are pooping everywhere and why there's people here that aren't supposed to be here that they all won the lottery for a ticket for all the ice cream. Well, I'll tell you, it was me and I'm glad I did it. And I'm not sorry. I just like to see you do something about it. Mm, you got to turn it to an inspirational speech at the end about bringing people together. So try again and a little more uh, enthusiasm, please. Hey, everybody. Look. All this ice cream everywhere, this horrible Reuben ice cream, and these birds flying everywhere, and the pickles, especially the pickles. And everybody off the street who won the lottery, who came here to get their free horrible ice cream, it was me. And I tell you what, I'm glad I did it. And you know what? You should all be just as outgoing as I am. You need to do something with your life that's just as inspirational as I'm doing. So go out there and... Pay it forward, everybody, because this is what life is all about. And bringing laughter and joy to everybody like I'm doing right now is what you need to dedicate your lives to as well. Please clap. That's pretty good. I think I want a little more Jeff Winner in it. A little bit more rhetorical questions being asked to people. Okay. Like, where would you be without that pickle? Nowhere. (laughs) We need to bring people together. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, everybody. Look over here. I know you're wondering, what's with all the Reuben ice cream that you got for free from a lottery? What's with all these birds? Why am I here? What's with all these pickles? Is this hospital really a hospital? Well, I'll tell you what. I did all this, and I'm glad that I did, because you all would have nothing without me. I mean, look at this guy over here. He would have just been out doing his normal business out on the street, probably going to work or going to pick up his kids at school or something. But instead, he's here. With all of us, learning valuable lessons and uh, eating something he's never eaten before. I mean, what do you think of this? It's not the worst thing you've ever eaten. And in that sense, it's a success. So why don't we all just agree that this was the best prank that we've ever experienced and that the Institution Review Board at this hospital, the IRB, needs to reband. And by reband, I mean reform so that... They can all compliment me and all the things that I've done. And I think as a group, that's really the best thing that we could all hope for. So go home, take some ice cream with you, shoo the birds out, and tell everybody what you've experienced here today and how your lives are better. All right. That's pretty good. Two more notes for our, before our final take. One, I want a little more aggressive at the front. And second, uh, I want you to do a speech that you're not reading off a chat GPT prompt. <laughs> You know, is directing easier without a script? (laughs) This is how I made my movie. (laughs) And action. Hey, dingbats. Whoa, 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 whoa. We still got to start with hey, everybody. Try again. Hey, everybody. You losers. What are you doing here today? I know I sent out the lottery tickets to get you all here, but it was for Reuben ice cream. I mean, what kind of idiot comes here to eat Reuben ice cream? And look at all these birds. 
you waited through all this bird crap in order to get here, and all you get for it is a lousy pickle. I mean, this really is sort of the pinnacle of what you're going to do today. I mean, you were all out there doing your normal business, like normal business, going to work, picking up your kids. But instead, I've injected some unpredictability into your life. The perfect prank, if you will. And what I've done it for is really for all of your benefit. There's an institutional review board at this hospital, and it needs to come back in order for everyone to get the best health care possible. So what I suggest is all of you get together, write on these comment cards that I deserve a raise and the Institutional Review Board needs to come back and rate this prank as the best prank ever. And you'll have actually done something worthwhile today. Then I just need a stinger as you leave. Like, what do you yell as you walk out the doors? Get out of my way. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Great job. Well done. Did it work? Well, you haven't enacted the prank yet, so we don't know. You've just been rehearsing. No, oh, okay. Now we just need to get the necessary supplies. I think the corned beef first. I think that's going to be the hardest thing. We need to make sure that we have enough. Probably. Yeah. It hasn't been the same since the corned beef uh, shortage. I mean, birds, once they know that there's food, you don't need a lot of it. Yeah. Have you ever filled your bird feeder with corned beef? <laughs> it goes fast. <laughs> that was a real Tim Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> It goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that probably about wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. I'm Charlie Wallace. And we had two, oh, Rubentastic guests today. We had Paul Wilcox. <laughs> it was a pleasure. And Doug Gobeski. Somewhat less happy to be here now that, uh, now that I know what it entailed. So if you enjoyed that episode of the Gimbeski Wallace Report. It doesn't have to stop there. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Are, are we gonna are we gonna reveal the secrets? I'm ready if you are. I mean I guess they can start by following us on Facebook. Or Twitter. Or just go to the, the old fashioned internet to GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Search AOL keyword Gobeski Wallace Report. I think you can find us actually in the Yahoo directories if you click on entertainment, audio, uh, miscellaneous. Uh, yeah. And I guess I apologize on behalf of the entire podcast for that one. <laughs> yeah, not to apologize. It was a good bit. Yeah. It Ooh, brought yeah. back the IRB. That's a good, that's a good bit. Yeah. I don't want to speak too soon, but this is going to go down. That's one of the all time greats. <laughs> <laughs> like people don't listen for the content. They listen for us. <laughs> but we need to like <laughs> when we fail they want us to hear us <laughs> fail to produce content <laughs> that's the soul of content i mean it makes sense i mean all the other podcasts they have content that's what sets us apart <laughs> that's right content <laughs> context free <laughs>